Ladies and gentlemen of the Ring Crew Army, welcome to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. On today's episode, we are still going over the new beginning, but this is night two. In the previous podcast episodes, I went over the new beginning night one. It is separated into part one and part two. In part one, I discussed the 10-man tag that featured Bullet Club versus chaos and remember in that match chaos won because yano used the low blow which is part of his skill set and not as a desperate measure to pick up the victory for chaos in that match for night one part one of my discussion of the new beginning now night one part two discussed the amazing iwgp heavyweight tag team championship match that featured the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, as your IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, taking on Zack Zaver Jr. and Tachi. And Tachi got the DQ for himself and Zack Zaber Jr. So the Gorillas of Destiny retain their tag team championships. Both matches were definitely fun to talk about and to dive into the story and the moves and everything else that comes with it. So if you guys gave it a listen, thank you so much. Thank you to all the day one's current, new, future listeners of the Square Circle podcast. If you listen to your podcast on any of these platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, then do me a huge favor. Make sure to type into the search bar Squared Circle Podcasts. It is by yours truly, Marie Shadows, and make sure to give me a follow, maybe a review, so that way you know when my next episode comes out. I am completely grateful for everyone that ever listens to an episode of the Squared Circle Podcast. You guys are more than welcome to leave your opinions at anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast there is a little button there that says to leave a voice message you guys can do that or find me on twitter at marie underscore shadows and we could definitely talk wrestling there i have no problem talking wrestling with anyone and everyone wrestling is my super passion and you're along for the ride for all this wrestling content that's been coming out and you're along for the ride for new japan pro wrestling aew and impact wrestling i review these shows i give my knowledge and i break down the stories and the matches so that way you can enjoy it and better understand the wrestling business a little bit better and i try to keep kayfabe as much as i can with new japan pro wrestling i can keep kayfabe all i want and it's great and i'm having fun doing it so let's jump right into night two of the new beginning we have the challengers, Jay White, Tamatanga, Tangaloa, challenging Ishi Goto and Yoshihashi for the six men never open weight tag team championships. This story has been going on for the past couple of weeks, ever since February 1st, ever since Jay White came back to New Japan Pro Wrestling and jumped Ishi from behind. And it just went on from there. Eventually, Jay made the call out of issuing the challenge and having Tamatanga and Tangaloa, our IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, along at his side to take the six man never open weight championships from Goto, Yoshi, and Ishii. And throughout all the weeks, 
they have been feuding through the Road 2 series to the new beginning, to where we're at now. And it has been a very enjoyable ride, a very, very enjoyable one. For those that are new listening to this podcast, here is a quick recap of how we got here. So February 1st, Jay White comes back to New Japan Pro Wrestling and attacks Ishii from behind. This is after Chaos has a match. So Jay comes in, attacks Ishii, does a Blade Runner on him. And this is the first step towards why Jay White has come back, why Jay White has attacked Ishii from behind. During Jay White's post-match comments, he mentions a lot of things. The first one is the most noticeable one, that Bullet Club in Japan is the real Bullet Club. We are on that drama yet again, but this is probably going to be a better version of Bullet Club Warfare. Unlike the one in the past where it was Bullet Club for Ring of Honor and Bullet Club for New Japan Pro Wrestling and there was a divide and Cody Rhodes was leader and then it was against Kenny and, and all this kind of stupid shit, which I really didn't enjoy that one. But that has nothing to do with this at the moment, but it's just context. Anyway, Jay White wants you to know that New Japan Pro Wrestling is the real Bullet Club and that it is still his era. When it came to Wrestle Kingdom 15 Night 2, unfortunately, Jay White did not complete his destino in becoming a double champion like Kota Ibushi is. Kota Ibushi holds the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And while Jay White gave us one hell of a match of the year performance in that ring. He did not accomplish what he wanted to do, but that's totally okay. He continues to say that Ishii was the only piece in his puzzle that was not in the right place at the right time. Thus, why Jay White couldn't complete his destino to become champion. So, he is currently feuding with Ishii over that and he's going to make sure that he finally beats Ishii. Ishii has two wins over him so it's just probably bothering Jay White up until this point. So then they start having a series of matches Jay White, Tamatanga, Tangaloa against any combination of Chaos which would include Ishii, Goto and Yoshihashi and throughout the weeks Jay White and the Bullet Club are playing mind games with chaos. Throughout the weeks, Bullet Club is becoming a cohesive unit and working together and cutting the ring in half to have either Goto, Ishii, or Yoshihashi, depending on who's in the match that day of the week, in their corner. And that's what you do to slow down the momentum, and that's what you do to get under the skin of your opponents, and that's what you do to weaken your opponent in the ring, so that way eventually you could pick up the victory via pinfall or submission or something, because that sort of hurts the opponent's psyche, where he's always in the corner of his opponents that he's not supposed to be there and he hasn't had the chance to tag out so it weakens the mindset a little bit so bullet club is doing all this to these guys and we finally come to the new beginning where we have this challenge and this is definitely a contender for one of the best matches of february so the New Beginning Night 2 happened on February 11th 
And let's just jump right into everything that happened in the match. Now that you're caught up with how we got here. So Ishigoto and Yoshi start attacking Jay, Tama, and Loa. Ishii throwing Jay into the ropes, but Jay smartly rolls out. As Ishii tries to chase Jay White around the ring, Jay rolls into the ring. However, Ishii stays on the outside and Yoshihashi and Goto attack Jay from behind. They deliver stomps to Jay and then attacks in the corner to Jay, then the double clothesline by Yoshi and Ishii, then a triple drop kick. Jay rolls safely to the outside after that. Tama tries to come in to get some offense, but he gets hip toss and a drop kick by Yoshi. Tama rolls out. Loa tries to come in and get some offense. However, gets some forearms across the back from Chaos. Chaos likes to do this little mini windmill forearm attack to someone's back. The referee manages to get some control under this match. Ishii has Jay in the corner giving him chops. Both Yoshi and Ishii throw Jay into the ropes only for Jay to hang on and tag Tamatanga in. Yoshi is landing some offense in on Tama. However, both Tamatanga and Tangaloa come in as a tag team. Goto manages to trip Tama and then Yoshi and Goto are attacking Tamatanga. At this point in the match, Bullet Club is being isolated by chaos. Now, here's some more story elements. Like I mentioned before in my little update for you guys on how we got here, Bullet Club was constantly keeping chaos in their corner. So as you progress in storytelling, when it comes to wrestling, you're going to have to change up the dynamic. Sure, Bullet Club is definitely a dominant force to be reckoned with. Sure, Bullet Club works as a cohesive force. However, when you have Ishii, Goto, and Yoshihashi taking the brunt end of everything that Jay White, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa have put them through for all those weeks, all the road twos leading up to the new beginning, you best believe that it's smart for business. Smart for storytelling and smart for the wrestlers involved to have the champions have some type of advantage over Bullet Club, over the challengers, because they're coming in with this fighting spirit that New Japan loves to have for their guys. And they show no quit. They do everything they need to do and they're keeping Bullet Club isolated because they know that as soon as Bullet Club comes together, Bullet Club acts like a pack of lions going towards their prey and making sure that their prey will stay down and making sure that they get the victory. So this is just a different psychology in a way where it's turned around now that chaos is isolating Bullet Club We'll see what happens as this match goes on. Jay then saves Tamatanga from a neckbreaker by Yoshi, then attacks the members of Chaos. He stomps on Ishii on the outside, and Jay throws Ishii into the barricade. Ishii goes over the barricade, and Jay axes Suji. Suji is a young lion in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's been a young lion for the past two years. So 
Jay asks Suji if he'll stop him if he decides to go over the barricade. And again, this proves his point. I know I didn't mention this in the update of how we got here, but during one of the road twos, Ishii had Jay White trapped and he called over Goto and Goto was on Japanese commentary in Japan because of COVID and because of these times, there are strict rules to be followed and everybody knows these strict rules. Even the people on commentary, if you on commentary, you stay on commentary. You do not move from there. You do not get up to go over the barricade to hit a fellow wrestler or to interact with the fans. They take these times very seriously. So Ishii is there holding Jay White. He calls over Goto. Goto just goes and attacks Jay White. There's a bit more attacking on Jay White as both of them are over the guardrail. And then finally they get to the back and Jay White cuts the double standard promo where he accuses New Japan Pro Wrestling of not protecting him and the young boys not pulling Ishii and Goto off of him. Because they were attacking him and Goto just violated one of the rules that New Japan Pro Wrestling put in place. Jay White goes on to say that if the roles were in reverse, if he decided to jump off a commentary to attack Goto or Ishii or Yoshihashi or anyone, he would definitely get reprimanded. He would definitely have a suspension, maybe a fine or something. Some type of action would have been taken against Jay White if he would have done the same actions that Goto did to him during that episode of the Road to the New Beginning. So this is why Jay White asks Suji if he'll stop him to go over the barricade. So Jay White patiently waits on the other side of the barricade as Ishii gets his bearings. He gets up and then he walks through the little mini gate and both of them start fighting. Back in the ring, we have the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga and Tangaloa doing two over the top rope sentons onto Yoshihashi on the ring. Jay White then decides to pull Yoshihashi out and throws him into the barricade and then throw him back into the ring. Loa then does a suplex onto Yoshi, then a blue thunder bomb, and then Jay White does a backdrop suplex to Yoshi. Yoshi kicks out of the pin. Jay goes in to tag Tama Tonga and Tama stomps on Yoshi twice before Ishii tries to interfere and then tags out to Jay White. Jay White then does a snapmare rear chin lock to Yoshi and stares deadly to Goto and Ishii. Jay White did this once before during the Road 2 series where he taunted at Ishii in the same position. However, Yoshihashi starts stirring and he tries for some elbows to Jay's midsection, but Jay's decide to pull Yoshi down by his hair and run over to attack Goto and Ishii. However, Ishii doesn't budge when Jay White hits him with a forearm. Then Ishii gets into the ring and the referee gets in between both of these men to try to get Ishii back into his corner. And Ishii manages to kick Jay in the stomach. Jay smartly retreats back to his corner to tag in Tama while they work on keeping Yoshi in their corner. Jay goes over to Ishii and knocks him down. 
Tama then punches Yoshi, but Yoshi's firing up with that fighting spirit that he has and manages to do a neck breaker to Tamatanga to get some space, to get some time. And then he goes in to get the tag to Goto. Goto comes in with his fiery comeback forearms and then a change of direction between both of them as Goto takes down Tama. Goto sidesteps the Gorillas of Destiny. There's a spinning heel kick to Tama from Goto and the Bulldog combination that comes with it. Goto tries to get the pin over Tama, but Jay White comes in to break up that pin. Tama Tanga and Tangaloa begin attacking Goto hitting him in the midsection, the palm thrust, and a jumping net breaker. Then the Tunga twists to Goto. Sometime a little bit later in the match, Goto hits Tamatanga with a neck breaker onto his knee. And then now we have Ishii and Jay again in the ring. Both of these guys are countering all of their moves. Until Ishii manages to short arm clothesline Jay into the corner. There is a power slam by Ishii onto Jay White. Ishii comes in with chops and forearms to Jay. And very smartly, Jay covers up for all that. Gato then starts to protest to the referee. And this allows time for Jay White to catch his breath and to think of the next move. So... As Gato gets down from the ring apron, Jay tries to go for a dragon screw, but Ishii does a forearm to Jay, which creates some separation between them. However, Jay quickly recovers and does a DDT to Ishii. Jay then drives Ishii back into the barricade when he gets him on the outside and then brings him inside for a blade buster to Ishii. Yoshihashi comes in with some offense. Loa takes out Yoshi. Now there is a test of strength between Ishii and Loa. Then there's double trips by Goto and Tama on their respective enemies. Tamatanga comes in with a beautiful dropkick to Goto. Loa comes in with a double clothesline. And then Gorilla Warfare is done on Ishii. Jay White comes in and does the Kiwi Crusher to Ishii. Then Ishii kicks out of the pin attempt. Jay White then goes for the sleeper suplex, but drops Ishii as Yoshi comes into the ring. Yoshi kicks Jay in the stomach. Loa comes in with a code breaker to Yoshihashi. There is a double clothesline done by Goto onto Loa and Tama. Jay comes in and he avoids an elbow from Goto and does the Saido suplex to Goto and then does the sleeper suplex to Ishii. Again, Jay and Ishii escape each other's moves and counters each and every move that they do until Ishii does a headbutt and a lariat to Jay White. After some time, Jay White manages to hit the Yurinagi on Ishii. There is another test of strength, but this time it is between Yoshihashi and Tangaloa. There is a neck breaker by Yoshi to Loa. Then Yoshi applies the butterfly lock to Loa. But Loa manages to get out and then there is the running power slam to Goto by Loa. The Gorillas of Destiny double team on Yoshihashi. Yoshi tries countering the magic killer, but Thomas sent Loa into Yoshi going across the ring. 
there's an elbow drop and a frog splash combination that both Tamatanga and Loa do to Yoshi. Yoshi and Goto with some tag team moves on Gorillas of Destiny. Yoshihashi manages to get his double knees up to Loa when Loa tries to do a top rope move and then a super kick happens to Loa. Ishii and Goto stops the super power bomb. This is going to be the answer to Jay White, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa's problems, but it got halted. Then comes a superplex to Loa by Ishii. Gato once again with the distraction, also from Jado. He comes in with a kendo stick to hit against Yoshi's back. They pin Yoshi, but he kicks out. And then... Yoshihashi goes for a cradle pin on Loa to pick up the victory. What? I I swear I have never been so speechless before after that ending of a match. And Yoshihashi has pinned Loa with a cradle pin to pick up the victory. And Chaos members, Yoshi, Goto, and Ishii, retain their six-man never-open-weight championship titles. And I didn't know really what to think about that ending. I was just as surprised. It felt like there was more to go in that match, even though I know that every single guy was completely exhausted. But it felt like... It felt like an ending you didn't see coming and you didn't know that they were going to get a roll up for the victory. You know, at least I would have been happy if like Jay White would have pulled out a Blade Runner. But Jay White tried to pull out the Blade Runner on Ishii, but Ishii kept countering and then Jay White kept countering and it never happened. I didn't get to see a Blade Runner in this match, which I was sad about because... The Blade Runner is a cool move. And then when Jay White does it, it just is, it just means that the match is over. Or when the Griddles of Destiny do their moves, you know, the match is over. But all men put up a great fight. I just was stunned at the ending of the match. I did not understand why it was a roll up. It left me speechless. Like it truly left me speechless. It was one of those things of like, how do you get caught in a cradle pin? But that just goes to show you that the simple moves in professional wrestling are often the most overlooked and the most dangerous when people apply them and catch you off guard with them. You know, you may think that while you're in the ring, you're going to catch the guy with your finisher. It's going to put him out one, two, three, you win. But sometimes a simple move like a cradle pin can put the match away. And, you know, originally I was thinking of starting off this podcast with not even a spoiler alert and just be like, yo, Loa got cradled, pinned, and there goes the match. Like that type of thing. Just because of how I felt about it. And I think because I was so emotionally involved in the match and the buildup and everything that Jayway was doing with his promos and with watching the Gorillas of Destiny for night one. You know, these guys are at the top of their game. These guys are amazing. So I was along with them for the ride. So Bullet Club getting a loss. 
I felt like I was getting a loss too because of the cradle pin that Yoshi got over on Loa. So I started to take this match a little personally. On the previous podcast episodes, I was hyping it up that Bullet Club was going to get the six-man tag team championships. And that didn't happen. And to have that feeling of, I'm going to hype it up, it's going to happen. We're going to have new champions and we're going to have a lot more gold in the Bullet Club. And then to see that ending, you feel it. It comes crashing down. And that's a really good storytelling technique that New Japan Pro Wrestling and these guys have. It was such a hard-fought battle. Every one of them are warriors. And every one of them brought you along for the ride. And you understood where they were coming from. You understood the perspective. You understand why Bullet Club wanted the belts. And what they can offer better than their opponents. You just go along with it. You you invest your time into it. And then for that, sometimes it just comes crashing down. So, the interesting thing. After this match... Yoshihashi grabs the microphone and understand from the context of what Yoshi was saying was that himself and Goto challenges the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, Tungaloa for their IWGP heavyweight tag team championships at a later date because this now equals twice that Yoshihashi has gotten a pin over both of them or maybe just another victory over Loa. And this propels more storylines and more loose ends that eventually need to be tied. But see what they did there? They went on a different path. And then we can still have Ishii versus Jay White at any time during this whole event of is the Gorillas of Destiny going to give Yoshihashi and Goto their challenge? Are they going to accept that these guys threw out the challenge to them. And automatically, you can definitely see that Loa's upset and he's automatically like shaking his head that he's not going to give it to them. So here comes the post-match comments from Bullet Club. At first, it's Jay White talking, getting fans up to speed by context reading what Yoshihashi wanted and then frustrated Loa comes in and basically just says no we're not going to accept the challenge and Tama is also upset too and basically says that Yoshihashi is not on their level at all and that no matter how many tag team partners Yoshi has they're never still going to be on their level and that Jay White comes back into the frame and was like Bullet Club does not cave to other people's demands. The Gorillas of Destiny will ultimately let them know when that match will happen, that acceptance will happen. It happens all on Bullet Club's time. Bullet Club does not like to be told what to do, when to do, and especially people making demands towards Bullet Club for matches or anything else like that. So they leave. That's their post-match comments. Then we get the post-match comments of the champions that retain. They have themselves a nice table with Zima water and Yoshihashi starts it off first. And he basically says that 
people need to stop underestimating him and the team. And as they keep talking, Bullet Club, Jay White, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa come back in and attack all members. Jay White is taking care of Ishii, pouring water on him, saying that he looks thirsty. Then Tamatanga is beating up on Yoshi and Loa stares into one of the cameras and he basically says to Yoshi that when you see this back in Osaka, that's where we will see you for a chance at them facing each other for the tag team titles. So it will be in Osaka. It will definitely be the Grills of Destiny taking on the team of Yoshihashi and Goto for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. And after they're done beating up everybody, the camera pans back to Jay White and Jay White very slyly just says, oh, are these three your champions? And then he calls each of them by name and continues to mock them and be like, do you guys feel like champions? And then they all walk off and head to their locker rooms and stuff. And that's the end of the whole entire post-match comments that New Japan likes to have after their matches. And I loved every second of it. I really did. You know, I get it. In the world of professional wrestling, when it comes to those type of events, it is technically outplayed here in the States because WWE has always, in every single, like, contract signing or anything that has to do with like a press conference there's always some type of fighting it's to be expected you know it never feels authentic it never feels like yeah this is the moment that we're gonna start fighting naturally when it comes to new japan pro wrestling and when bullet club leaves their mark on the wrestlers that they interact with the wrestlers that they feud with it feels a lot more authentic in the sense of that you want this fight to happen even though in the back of your mind you're like oh nothing's really going to happen because they don't really do this much stuff so that's why i appreciate watching these post-match comments not only to help further the storylines for you guys to understand when i talk about on the podcast but also because doing that kind of stuff is missing in professional wrestling sometimes it may be oversaturated here in the states but it makes perfect sense when it's over in a uh, new japan pro wrestling and that's probably me being biased but you know i am loving every second of this journey that bullet club and chaos are doing the stories are great there's a lot to unpack with new japan pro wrestling and again guys I am doing my very best to bring you the correct storylines, the correct breakdowns, and the correct overall of the product. And if you guys are enjoying this so far, because that's the end of my analysis, another great match to add on to February. But if you guys are enjoying this so far, please make sure to show me some love. The way you can show me some love is simple. If you like listening to podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and even Anchor, you guys can definitely find me at anchor.fm forward slash square circle podcast. 
and just type in the search bar square circle podcast it'll pop up you can listen to this review and my back catalog you guys can also follow me on twitter at Marie underscore shadows. You guys can definitely sign up to my wrestling newsletter where I have articles on there. The ring crew.substack.com. I highly enjoy doing these episodes. I highly enjoy talking about the bullet club, talking about Jay White, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa. They have an amazing chemistry together that brings forth these stories and really has me think deeply about how we tell our characters in professional wrestling. And again, I'm enjoying this ride so far. And you guys can continue to enjoy this ride if you just continue to listen to the episodes, share them, give me your opinions if you want to. Until next time, guys. You have been listening to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you on the next one.